0: As many of our UNT students face unexpected challenges and expenses related to the coronavirus, the new UNT Cares Fund is here to help them persevere. Gifts made to this special fund will meet short-term needs so our students can continue to have long-term success. Visit one.unt.edu slash untcares to make a gift today. Your generosity will go a long way in helping UNT students stay safe, healthy, and on track to graduate. You're listening to the OLLI at UNT alumni spotlight series presented by the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at UNT and the UNT Alumni Association. The Alumni Association is open to all friends of UNT who are interested in serving, supporting, and celebrating the university. To learn more, visit untalumni.com. To learn more about OLLI at UNT, please visit our website, olli.unt.edu. Now, let's join our host, Ollie at UNT member Susan Supak.
1: This is Susan Supack speaking at the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of North Texas in Denton, Texas. Known to most of us as Ollie, this month's alumni spotlight falls on UNT's highly effective Diamond Eagle Society and its founders and co chairs, Debbie Smatrisk. And Dr. Kathy Bryce, as well as the Senior Director of Annual Giving with UNT's Division of University Advancement, UNT alumna Nicole Sproul. Debbie Smatresk's name is probably familiar to many of you, as she is deeply engaged in and an actively effective force for both the University of North Texas and the greater Denton community. Debbie serves on a number of community boards, including the United Way of Denton and the National Resource Center at Northwestern University. She is also active in the Denton Benefit League and the Health Services of North Texas in Denton County. Debbie hosts and is deeply involved with a variety of events on the university campus, where her husband, President Neil Smatrisk, has been leading UNT into national prominence since 2014. Debbie is retired from the field of occupational and hand therapy, although I hesitate to use the word retired in the same breath with Debbie. She consults with UNT's Preoccupational Therapy Student Group and National Organization. Debbie's managerial and director positions have included work with the Texas Health Resources in Arlington and the Easter Seals Hawaii's Statewide Early Childhood Intervention Service Program. Debbie is deeply involved in another area that is near and dear to my heart. As the past director of the Ollie group at the University of Nevada Las Vegas, she helped to secure over 2 million dollars in that Ollie's infancy. Debbie credits the relationship she established with the OLLI in Las Vegas with helping her as she became a primary force behind bringing the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute to UNT. And for that, I, along with many, many others who enjoy all the benefits that OLLI has to offer, am extremely grateful. Debbie was kind enough to share her talents and experience as a former member of the OLLI Advisory Board right here at UNT. Our other guest, Dr. Kathy Bryce, is a UNT alumna extraordinaire. Given her level of commitment and involvement, Kathy is quite understandably a recipient of UNT's Outstanding Alum Service Award. In addition to serving UNT as co-chair of the Diamond Eagles, Kathy is also on UNT's Foundation Board of Directors and is the incoming chair of the Board of Directors for the UNT Alumni Association. She plays an essential role on UNT's College of Education Board of Advocates in supporting work done to maintain and further the college's international reputation for innovation and excellence in teaching and research. Kathy and her husband, Jack Atkins, are both UNT alums, earning three degrees and two professional certificates between them. Kathy received her Ph.D. in 1991, and Jack received his Bachelor of Science in 1966 and an M.S. in 1969. Kathy and Jack established a College of Education scholarship in memory of their mothers, who believe strongly that education opens doors. A former superintendent of the Weatherford and Highland Park Independent School Districts, Kathy stands out as a leader in education, being named Texas Superintendent of the Year for the American Association of School Administrators in the year 2000, and... The 2019 recipient of the prestigious Golden Deeds for Education Award presented by the Texas Association of School Administrators in highest recognition for distinguished service to education in the state of Texas. Kathy is also the chairman of the Region 11 Education Service Center Board of Directors and has served as a member of the advisory board for the Texas Academy of Mathematics and Science and of the Kershaw's Challenge Board of Directors. She also continues to serve as an advocate for all students in the Texas public schools, working as a consultant with school districts around the state in areas of school finance, leadership, school board training, and long-range planning. Active in the Denton community, Kathy is also a member of the Denton Benefit League, dedicated to improving the quality of life in Denton and surrounding Denton County communities, having served as president in 2015 and 2016. Last, but certainly not least, is our guest, Nicole Sprout. As the Senior Director of Annual Giving, Nicole works to manage a strategic and comprehensive annual giving program that maximizes the philanthropic potential of the university's alumni, parents, and friends. Prior to returning to UNT, Nicole worked in fundraising management for Ruffalo Noel Levitz, overseeing Phonathon fundraising at Elon University and Texas Tech University, as well as the first in-house enrollment management fundraising hybrid program at Texas State University and San Marcos. I say returning because she is also a UNT alumna. Nicole earned her Bachelor of Business Administration degree at UNT in 2010. Wow, ladies, that's very impressive. Welcome, Debbie, Kathy, and Nicole to the Oddly Podcast. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thanks. I think I should have an entirely separate episode with the three of you on tips for effective time management because (laughs) you all have such an impressive amount of activities and organizations that you're involved in. And I have no doubt that The introductions hardly scratched the surface for all of you. Uh, How does the saying go? If, If you want something done, ask a busy person. I'm sure any of you would fall into that. Debbie, can you begin by describing for us the purpose of the Diamond Eagle Society?
2: Of course, we're always excited to talk about the Diamond Eagles. We are a group of approximately 100 people who love the university. We work together to fund special projects on the UNT campus and our gifts are pooled together to create one large fund that multiplies the impact that one contribution alone wouldn't be able to make. The awards each year are between eighty and hundred thousand dollars and our members vote to select a project to support each year.
1: Kathy, as I understand it, Diamond Eagles was launched in 2017, and you and Debbie are the co-chairs and co-founders. Can you describe how that came about? It's such a marvelous idea. What was the process that led to its creation?
3: Well, I give all the credit to Debbie Smatres. She came to me. She already had the idea formulated and uh, said that she thought that it sounded like an idea that might take root here and ask me if I'd like to be involved. And if you've known Debbie for five minutes, you would say yes too, because I knew it would be successful. And I knew we'd have a great time doing something for a university that we love and getting to do it with her just made it icing on the cake. But really it was Debbie's idea. And I just thought, just like what Debbie said, I just thought it made a lot of sense that we would be able to make a donation, pool the dollars to be able to do something bigger than we could do individually as donors and do something that would greatly benefit the University of North Texas.
1: Nicole, does the Diamond Eagle Society hold events throughout the year? Do members have a chance to meet each other?
4: We do. It's a very interactive group. Historically, we have done a voting event where the projects for each year are revealed to the members, and then the members get the opportunity to chat with different project representatives and ask questions before they then cast their vote. Um, and then just after the new year, we have hosted a project celebration event that announces the winner. This year, we're looking into some more virtual options, which will incorporate some of the interactive elements to make sure that we're all staying safe. But uh, I think there's a really great opportunity for us to get the members involved and get them to speak to the project representatives and find out a lot more about the projects that they will eventually be funding.
1: It must be incredible for your members to actually be able to see specifically where their donation is going. I think this is just such an incredible idea. Debbie, who are your typical donors?
2: Our members come from all over North Texas. Initially, we thought this would be a great way for first-time donors to become involved with UNT. And it turns out this is very true, but long-term donors have joined as well. Our members include alumni, community members, parents of our students, UNT, administrators, staff, faculty. Our one common bind is that we share an interest and investment in the university. It's interesting to note that our age range of our members is from six years to retirees. Entire families can become involved, and it's very exciting and somewhat addicting as we see what we can accomplish as a group.
1: Six years! I would be remiss if I didn't bring that up. Oh, my goodness. That person is starting out early, contributing to good causes. Very
2: involved family.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. I love it. What a great thing to do with your children. That's such a marvelous way to have them grow up is learning that your community is as good as the people are who contribute toward it. I mean, that's just such a marvelous lesson to teach your children. I absolutely love to hear that. Kathy, how do you decide on an annual project?
3: Well, the beauty of that is that we wanted it from the beginning to be aligned with the needs of the university, particularly President Smotras and his senior leadership team. And so each year, They are able to put the call out for people to apply for grants through the Diamond Eagle Project. And then the team at the University of North Texas then can ensure that it's aligned to the vision and strategic plan for the university. And so really any of the departments, colleges at the university, uh, professors, they can make an application for it. And then there's a, a review system by which that gets whittled down to the ones that then we get to vote on.
1: Nicole, could you give us some more information on the money that is usually generated each year through the members' donations? As Debbie said, we
4: typically fund projects that are between eighty to one hundred thousand dollars. And the neat thing about it is, when we make the call, we're still getting funding in from donors. So there's kind of a rolling process. We get the donations in, and we make sure that we have those donations ready and available for whichever project is selected so we can make the call before we have all of our donors joining us. And when we finally get the projects whittled down to the final four to five that we're going to put out there, we're able to put in front of our donors kind of a breakdown of how that money will be spent. Each project representative gives us a template that they go through what the money will be spent on and why it's important. And so we're able to really utilize the funds that we generate, that $80,000 to $100,000, in a very, very effective and efficient way.
1: We had Annette Becker the director of UNT's unique Texas fashion collection as a guest on an earlier podcast. She is also a very popular Ollie faculty member, I might add. Annette had mentioned in our podcast how important it was that the collection be photographed and digitized so that student fashion designers, researchers, and others could have access to this over 20,000 historical designer garments and what a monumental task it was going to be, both in labor and financially. I was absolutely delighted to see that digitizing the Texas Fashion Collection was the Diamond Eagle Project for 2019. I've actually had the privilege of seeing the collection firsthand and was so excited about the Diamond Eagle's support for such a fantastic and absolutely unique asset, both for the university and for the fashion and art world as well. Debbie, what is the Diamond Eagle Society Project for 2020?
2: Okay. um, Well, you just told us what our current project is, the digitizing the fashion collection, and we're very excited about that because we're going to be able to share it with the world. The 2020 solicited proposals are just starting to come in now. They are going to be focused on sustaining UNT and keeping our students on track for graduation in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. The applications being sought for consideration, can focus on a lot of different areas, such as emergency funding or encouraging retention or sustaining existing programs, but they must be student-centric and supportive of innovation and focused on improving the campus experience. Because the proposals will come from every area on campus, I look forward to the upcoming projects.
1: What a timely need it is to fill. I mean, I I can't imagine a more unique time than what's going on now with the COVID-19 situation. So it's wonderful that there is an organization that exists that can help to fill the needs that are coming up that we can only imagine might arise as the year goes by. Kathy, can you describe some of the projects the Diamond Eagles have been involved in in the past? I mentioned the Texas Fashion Collection. Can you tell us about some others?
3: Certainly. One of the first ones, I guess it was our initial one, was the expansion of the Alumni Pavilion at Apogee Stadium. I was particularly pleased when that was the winning one because as a fan of all things UNT, we're often there for ball games and things and have events that the university hosts in the pavilion, and at the time we were crowded. And so, it's always a good, good plan to be able to accommodate more alums who want to come and their guests who want to be a part of the activities surrounding fall sports or even homecoming bonfires. We can watch the bonfire from the pavilion, and so I thought that was a particularly exciting one. It was our initial one, and One of the things that's fun about this is when they make their presentations to us the night that we all get to cast our vote, there's a lot of lobbying that goes on among those members of the Diamond Eagles Society who are there to pitch your favorite one. And so it's fun to hear all the presentations and then it's fun to work your friends to try to get them to vote for the one that you're particularly drawn to. And they work you for theirs too. It's a, a mutual effort there, but... That was one that I think has been widely celebrated as a way to accommodate more people into the alumni pavilion there. And another one that was particularly, I think, important was one that brings together several programs that meets the needs of students. For students who maybe need support from the food pantry, students who need support for clothing when it's time to get out of your college clothing to go on an interview for a job and also For those that need support to be able to participate in graduation with caps and gowns. And Student Services was able, through a grant, to bring those programs together into one place where students can come to be served for whatever their needs are in one area. That was also funded, and I think it was very well received from the Diamond Eagles group that We could serve so many students and have things in one place to make their lives easier.
1: I can imagine. It sounds like a project that certainly affects individuals in a very important way, particularly when you're getting out of college and having professional clothing. That's really something. Nicole, how can people become involved with the Diamond Eagle Society? It sounds like a fun group.
4: Oh, it is. The best way would be to visit our webpage at one.unt.edu slash Diamond Eagles to begin your membership, or they are more than welcome to call me directly at 940-369-5448. And I can answer any questions regarding our program and and help walk them through
1: the membership process. Terrific. Any ideas for potential Projects in the years to come, Debbie? Are all your projects ongoing or are they completed within that year? That, I guess, is the first question I'm asking. And then, if you know of any potential projects coming down the pike,
2: Uh, yes, the projects must be completed in the year following its selection. We, as Diamond Eagles, like not only to see a large impact, we want to see a timely one as well. And the process is wonderful because usually projects take many years to develop the fundraising and then implement the process through the university, but we're able to do it in a much more timely way. And that's one of the criteria that we have in their proposals, that it must be completed within a year. So that's a really strong part of the program. The Eagle Society members actually don't generate the ideas for the potential projects, course, they can offer ideas through the departments or through administrators at the university who are developing the proposals. But the proposals can come from any area on campus. There's, as Kathy said, they're submitted to the UNT administration and the president's cabinet, which are the vice presidents from across the board, review the applications and then narrow it down to our four or five finalists to be considered for the voting process.
1: Nicole, is the society growing? I heard that the membership now, as you mentioned at a hundred. Is the society continuing to grow?
4: It is. Every single year we are gaining new members. Our first year, we had a little over 80 members, which was a, a really great turnout for that very first year. And then each year we've gotten a little more and a little more because each membership adds to the total available, to fund the projects, each member we have increases the impact we can make on our campus. And so every year we're able to talk a little bit about the past projects that we've done and the potential for new projects. And so we gain interest uh, not just from UNT alum, but also from community members because these
1: projects impact the community at large. They certainly do. You can't drive down 35 without knowing you're in a community where UNT is a very big part of it. It's wonderful. Debbie, what do you find is the most challenging thing for your organization?
2: Oh, I think the biggest challenge is finding that each proposal is very worthy of funding and we can only choose one. So hopefully with the exposure to the Diamond Eagle group, we're able to find donors or other funding sources to promote some of the other projects as well as the winner of our project. And that has happened. So we're very excited about
1: that. I can imagine. That selection process must be tough, because I'm sure everything that you get in as a proposal must be like, yes, that's wonderful. Let's do that.
2: It is. It is. It really is.
1: How many proposals do you normally get per year? We get over
2: 25 that go to the cabinet, and I believe there may be more than that. And that's why they narrow it down, because we couldn't do that many presentations during our voting ceremony that we have, but it's probably growing and Nicole may be able to address that more.
1: Do you have proposals that come back? Say they weren't selected one year, do you have proposals that come back for another year or is it normally one and done, as they say? Yeah, we have. We've
4: had uh, projects that have returned. One of the really neat things, and I think Debbie touched on this, is we have had it occasionally happen where We have projects that are put forward and they garner so much interest but are not the winning selected project that they bring up donors to help fund those projects outside of Diamond Eagles. So Diamond Eagles has this expansive impact, not just on what we're able to fund, but also in bringing forward all of these unique and wonderful opportunities to our community so they know more about what's going on. We've had that happen. We've had Projects that have come back the secondary year and then have gotten funded either through dime Eagles or in another way. It's just an altogether wonderful kind of marketing opportunity for all of these great great organizations and great funding opportunities.
1: That's terrific. It really is. Kathy, I heard a wonderful quote from you. I believe it was from a video regarding the scholarship that you and your husband established within UNT's Department of Education, where you said that for us, it's about knowing that we've been so blessed and we understand that the pathway to realizing the American dream is education, and that people like us need to pay it forward for others. I absolutely love that quote. I see that as very applicable in the goals of the Diamond Eagle Society, don't you?
3: Absolutely. You know, I think that's what all of us who love the university believe in, is that our lives have been touched in such positive ways by our experience as a part of the UNT community in all the ways that people are attached to the university. And I do believe strongly that education is the institution that makes the difference in the lives of us and that through education, we begin to see each other differently and have pathways to make a difference in a world that is rapidly changing. And for those of us that have benefited from it, absolutely, the I almost think it's a requirement, you know, certainly Jack and I feel that way, uh, that we pay that forward. We have such amazing students at the University of North Texas, and for many of them, there is a need that needs to be met by people like us. And one of the things I love about Diamond Eagles, and I loved it when Debbie Smob brought the idea to me, is that we collaboratively work with other interested fans of the University of North Texas to be able to do something bigger than we would have been able to do by ourselves. And to me, that's the ultimate goal of philanthropy, is to do something that serves others. And then when you can bring people together, and it's the power and the synergy of that group of people to make something happen. I just can't say enough about how honored I was to be asked to be a part of this by Debbie and to get to work with her and with others to bring these ideas to fruition. It just absolutely is a great idea and one that impacts the only reason we're all here and that is to serve the students at the university of north texas
1: well that really is so true by joining together that minimum thousand dollar annual contribution it leverages it into an annual investment that has such a greater impact. And I think that's such an impressive idea behind this society is that a person can take what they can give each year and combine it with others and come up with a much greater influential project than a person could ever do individually. That's the way we feel.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And it is that notion. I mean, for me personally, we would never be in a position to hand the university an eighty dollars to $100,000 gift annually, but I can be a part of one.
1: Yeah, that's right. I love that. I really do. And that thought, the concept of paying it forward. Nicole, this sounds so important to the well-being of the university. Can you speak about that?
4: Absolutely. Uh, this group allows us the opportunity to create this focused and large-scale impact on our students and campus. And as we've discussed earlier, it can come from any area on campus. I think seeing the different projects that we have done over the last three years, you can really see that they have come from different areas on campus and they impact different segments of the student body and of the UNT community and of our alumni community. And if we continue these efforts, there's no limit to the grand change that we can create for our university by just making this annual gift and joining together with other people to create a a big impact.
1: Debbie, have you gotten feedback after the various annual Diamond Eagles projects have been completed?
2: Oh yes. Feedback's been phenomenal. Our impact's seen so quickly and that's very rewarding. Projects that would have taken years to complete due to fundraising and implementation come to fruition in a year. Our first award at the Alumni Pavilion has increased tailgating and other alumni events, but also student events. This is the area where I first meet the student leaders from the different organizations. There's now room and to set up the food and tables for all of the students. And a quick story, each week for Homecoming, the Talons, which is a UNT student group who built the bonfire that we're so famous for, and hopefully we'll have this year, I don't know how that's going to work out, but we'll see, Our provided meals at the Alumni Pavilion. And the first two years that I offered meals, we actually did it in puddles of water, with the wind blowing through and now we have a warm secure area for the students to eat and get rested up because they stay up all night building that bonfire and also, we were talking about other donors that have stepped forward. One of our long-term friends at the university, Brezzi Westheimer, heard about the food bank's need for a refrigerator during one of the Diamond Eagles presentations at the voting ceremony, and he stepped forward and bought that freezer. We had a donation of the concrete for the alumni pavilion with interest that was generated, And that donor actually became a member with his wife of the Diamond Eagles. So there's so many positive things and quick turnaround that the proposals, I'm sure, are just going to expand uh, each year as the word gets out.
1: I love that story. It makes me feel very good about our community to hear people chipping in like that. That's really wonderful. Kathy, given your background as a retired school district superintendent, education is obviously very important to you. In your acceptance of the Outstanding Alumni Service Award, you credited UNT with being responsible for the successful career you've had in education. I'd love to hear a bit more about that.
3: Well, there's no secret. (laughs) I I would never have been a superintendent of a school district had I not had the opportunity to, to get my doctorate. And I did that working full time here as a school administrator, and I started out when I was still in the classroom. So, without this university that I could, you know, get in the car after working all day and drive up to classes, that would never have happened. But beyond just that, it was the people I met here. Were it was the people that were in my classes, and it was my incredible professors. I just had such incredible guidance and mentorship from them. And they, they not only taught me in my classes, but they continued with me throughout my career. You know, when I was first interviewing to become a superintendent, the person who'd been the chair of my doctoral committee stayed with me and checked with me and wanted to report after every interview I had. And, you know, it was just such a personal touch. But I would never have had the opportunities I've had in my career had University of North Texas not been here for me. And I know there are other places I could have gone, but this is the best place. And I was so lucky to get to come here and to meet the people that became my lifelong colleagues in the field, still know them, work with them, love them, have been learned with them and from them and then My professors were so good and so great to support me. They took that personal interest, not just in me, but in all of their students. And they took true joy in seeing you reach your career goals as a result of having been with them in their classes. And so for me and for Jack, too, uh, this is the place that made all the difference for us. Jack was here for kindergarten through ninth grade at the old laboratory school that was affiliated with the College of Ed. He went to Denton High School for three years and came back and did all of his degrees at the University of North Texas. So, I mean, it it has made a significant difference in our lives. and We feel very much grateful, but also called to do something to support the students who are here today.
1: And we're glad you feel that way, too. Knowing the difference that the university can make in people's lives, Nicole, what should a person do if they're interested in educational philanthropy, if they're interested in the Diamond Eagle Society specifically, or just donating to the UNT in general?
4: We are always trying to reach out and engage and communicate with our alumni. We send mail, we send email. We have an entire group of student callers that makes phone calls. I started as a student caller at UNT a long, long time ago. There's a lot of ways to give. I think the most direct way that you could give would be online at one.unt.edu slash inspire. That's our main page for annual giving. And then of course there's Diamond Eagles, which is one.unt.edu slash Diamond Eagles. We are just so thrilled with every single gift we receive because not just within the, the Diamond Eagles, but any giving that we receive the collective impact of that and of those donations make a real difference in the educational experience for our students. The experience that Kathy talks about or the experience that I had as a student here, both my parents went here and had a fantastic experience. And so each of these donations helps to create that experience that then creates those stories that people tell and they talk about for the rest of their lives. And so we just want to make sure that We reach you, and if you are so called, you help support the current students and the
1: next generation of leaders. This question goes out to each of you. What would you like to say to listeners who are hearing about the Diamond Eagle Society for the first time and are people who like to play an active role in making a difference in their community? Debbie, let's start with you.
2: Uh, listeners who love the university as we do, I welcome you uh, with this wonderful opportunity to get involved. Your annual contribution is amplified by our strong membership, so each project has a huge impact on making our university greater. It's a wonderful way to meet others in the community who are invested in UNT, and we'd love to connect with you.
1: And Kathy, what would you say? I would say come join us.
2: It's so much fun
3: to get to know each other. And it's so endearing and rewarding to hear the, the needs that are presented through the project requests that come from the various groups across the University of North Texas. It's a way to get to deepen your connection to the university. It's a way to be introduced to a, a wider breadth of activity at the university and need at the university. It's a fun group to be a part of. And like we've all said, it It allows you to collaborate with others and use your gift, and it gets magnified so many times over to have a greater impact on the university and an impact that you can go and observe, you can be a part of, that you can be there, you can see the work that's being done as a result of that. For people that love the university, I say it's a way to deepen and broaden your connection.
4: And Nicole? Well, uh, this society is just such a unique way to be a part of a community while making the university a better place. Uh, There are so many cool and thoughtful projects that come out of this, and you get an inside scoop on all of those. And it creates a tangible legacy of your impact at UNT that the UNT students and the UNT community will benefit from for years to come. And for somebody that's looking at this, it's not just my job to say this. I am a member of the Diamond Eagles as well. I, I believe in it so much that I had to join and be a part and I get to help run the events but also take part in the events every single year and I, I can't I can't say that there's much
1: more that's fun uh, about, than voting for your favorite project it's been a true honor and a pleasure to speak to people like the three of you. And I mean that sincerely. You are all working so hard today and every day to improve the communities we live in and make a positive impact on the lives of others. And boy, do we need that. What a gift you all are. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank
2: you for having us. Uh, We really appreciate all that you do for Ali at UNT, as well as Promoting the Diamond Eagles, two of my favorite projects on (laughs) campus.
1: My pleasure. Thank you for speaking with us. This has been Susan Supack speaking at the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of North Texas, speaking with Debbie Smatresk, Dr. Kathy Bryce, and Nicole Sproul. Thanks for listening.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please go back and listen to our previous interviews, which you can find on our website, olli.unt.edu podcast, or by searching for the Ollie at UNT podcast in your favorite podcast app. While you're in the app, don't forget to subscribe and give us a rating. We also encourage you to share our podcast with your family and friends.